five more weeks until playoffs, half the league tied at five and three, and still all 10 teams with a shot to end up in first place. That and how I already lost the first place crown, week nine Welcome starts Welcome to now. the ESFFL podcast. Hello, everybody. What is going on, league mates? What's up, everybody? I am Zach, your uh, host and commissioner. And I'm Owen, your co-host and co-commissioner. Welcome back to the 11th episode of ESFFL, the podcast. Man, it feels good to be back. You know, I came off on a little vacation here, but I can't wait to get back into fantasy mode. Yep. You uh, Were you watching the games this weekend? Because you were in... South Carolina? North Carolina? North Carolina. You were in North Carolina. East were you Coast watching time. the games? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching what I could. Um, regretfully, I couldn't watch a lot of the games because we were too busy doing our vacation thing. But I was able to watch a couple of games here and just Keeping see. track of fantasy stats, I'm Keep, sure. Definitely keeping track on how much of an ass beating I received <laughs> this week, which I expected but not like this. Man. Yeah. No, it was, it was not your best week, to say the least. But, no. I mean... You had a lot of bye weeks, and uh, we'll kind of talk about that a little bit later on. But you had a lot of bye weeks, and it's this is one of those things that if you don't plan right, you know, if you don't plan right for it, then it might bite you in the ass a little bit. But with that, let's get on to the news. Weekly updates from around the ESFFL. Thank you, Kim, and a happy Halloween to you. I hope Ooh. it is a very spooky one. Oh, man, I forgot. It is a Halloween special, huh? In fact, Owen, let's give her the day off tomorrow. Let's, you know what would be even spookier? What? If we didn't. Oh, oh my God. Kim, you're working tomorrow. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so the news this week. The first thing we got is just a quick team name change. Uh, Highway to Bell, Jared, has gone from Highway to Bell to Cooking with Dalvin. I like it. and I, I do too. It's fun. Very appropriate for how uh, Dalvin Cook has been the spearhead for his team coming into every week, just absolutely murdering teams. Yeah, he's been really, really good. And I kind of we kind of saw that going into the season that he was going to have a big workload. But I don't think any of us projected that he would actually stay no. healthy through the whole season. And right. I think that's kind of been the difference is he's not putting up these numbers for only five weeks, but a full, I mean, eight at this point. He's been solid. Yeah, to me, he's he's one of those sleeper MVP picks, uh, at least for fantasy-wise, that has really helped Jared out. And I think it's awesome. Yeah, because Very he's been able to name. kind of build his team around him, and it's just worked out pretty good. So Jared Very- will, for here on now... From here on now, be uh, be known as Cooking with Dalvin. All right. I'm good at English. <laughs> uh, on the waivers this week, we had quite a bit go on, actually. Uh, the first one, we got Shrimp Fried Geis, picked up Sammy Watkins. So S. Watkins there, Swatkins, his oh. best friend. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, like picked him up for $0 and also picked up Darius Geis. With a bigger splash this week in waivers. 100 fab for yep. Steve. 100 fab overpaid by 70. David only put in a $30 bid. That is shocking to me, Owen. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, I can understand Steven. He is the hometown Redskins fan, but 
you got to really be a believer here. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if, 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 if there's a team to be a believer, it's Steve. So I saw a, maybe it's appropriate. Uh, I saw a clip on Twitter today, and it was like showing Darius guys that had little eyes emoji, like they were like keeping an eye on it. And he was like doing some little jog like thing. And it just, it looked very pedestrian to me. Yeah. And I don't know why they were hyping it up like he's back, but they did. And Steve bought into that hype a little bit. Paid $100 in fab, but I think that kind of plays into the fact that how we were talking about last week, you got to spend your fab up, and he's uh, he's taking note. Yeah, it's a good pick, I guess. The, <laughs> the uh, next waiver action this week, we had the California Golden Yetis, myself, pick up Mark Walton for $0. I did that right before the Monday night game. So, yeah. I mean... I just picked up a running back. It was free, and he's a starter now on his team with the Kenyon Drake Drake trade. Yeah, that was big. I know a lot of Cardinals uh, owners in that backfield were really wondering what was going to be happening there. Yeah, and with Chase Edmonds going down, David Johnson's down, it's going to be a question mark for sure. And I don't really think Mark Walton or Kenyon Drake are going to be that valuable, especially (laughs) after seeing what happened against the Steelers. They're an okay defense. But fumbling right there is not ideal. Jeez. You know, someone's got to run the ball in Miami. Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> they might just not be good at all. I mean, that's kind of their running game. It has been all year. But the next per- – I picked up three more people, actually. Cowboys defense, they're going to be my streamer this week going into week nine. Jason Myers, who I had to replace. Uh, I had to replace Will Lutz. He's mm-hmm. on a bye this week. And also I picked up Danny Amendola, and Danny Amendola who went right into my starting lineup. Paid three bucks for him. Wow! So you're, I'm. I, this is the first time seeing Danny Amendola on the waivers uh, come off since Josh back in week three, who really did believe. In, I think he paid what like eighteen for that. I think he day. did. He paid a lot more than I did. But so tell me, like, I, I, Danny Amendola to me was not on my radar at all. Well, see, I I really need a wide receiver too. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't really have one with Antonio Brown being my wide receiver one. Cooper Cup was my two going into the season. It's worked out that Cooper Cup has been the one. Yeah, but I have basically nobody solid to back him up. So gotcha. I went Danny Amendola this week because they're playing the Raiders. Ah, yeah, that can work. And out. in the last two weeks, I believe he's gotten double digit points, and so I can kind of see a place where maybe he's getting me double digit points this week, hopefully. And that's kind of just what I need is just one week, maybe. If he's solid, I'll keep him around. I don't know, but I only paid three bucks for him, so that's kind of my move. Interesting. Next up on the waivers this week. Fireball Finger Blasters uh, picked up Kenny Stills for $17, outpaying Tavo by only two. Also picked up JD McKissick for $3 and Trey Edmonds for six. So some decent players there. I don't think Kenny Stills, he picked him up last week, did not expect a, a kind of a dud performance from him, I'm sure, but kind of got one. Yeah, it's it's a good one to watch and wait and see what happens. Uh, but I'm just not a fan yet. Of, I'm not a believer with all that playing time and not that much production. Uh, yeah. Questionable. Uh, next up, we got area fifty one fifties. You Owen, you picked up Ted Ginn, dropping Kenyon Drake. Uh, that was before he was traded, obviously. Hours. And then also picked up Raheem Mostert, paid twenty seven as the only bid. Yeah, and to me, I, I was surprised. I figured someone would at least bid something. He's worth a stash. To me, with the Niners going down, it's like clockwork. There, and I had most earlier in the season, and you're right when I think it was Tevin Coleman who was out at that point. Um, I had Mostert, and he was actually really good for my team. And yeah. I think just they have a revolving door of running backs around there, and they're always exactly. hurt. So I think it's a good pickup, but nobody else put any bid in for him, so you just kind of overpaid a little bit. 
it's worth acquiring the guy who I think is going to end up being at the front of the line in that rotation of running backs towards the end of the season. No way! Towards the end of the season, if the Niners keep going undefeated, do you think they're going to keep running Tevin Coleman and everyone to the ground? Yes. Okay, all right. Because well. <laughs> they've got four running backs, and he's the best one. Well, you're going to need a couple of them to be healthy for the playoffs. I don't know. Uh, all saying. right, next up, Talladega Tripugs picked up the Buffalo Bills for $1. And Jalen Samuels for $26. Steve actually put in a $32 bid, mm-hmm. but his roster is invalid, I believe, because he has somebody on IR and doesn't have the roster space. So he was unable to pick up It could also Jaylen be because this has happened to me before when I was super psyched to see that someone had bid something, uh, bid the same player for me, but at a lower cost. And I saw why that happened. It, when you have waivers and uh, the person you're supposed to drop gets dropped like in another waiver priority, then... It oh, becomes so invalid. it's a priority? Okay. Yeah, well, it's because that player that you were going to get rid of uh, in picking this person up was already picked up in a prior. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Sorry, Steve. You did not win Jalen Samuels. I know you need <laughs> it because your team's struggling a little bit, yeah, but yeah. maybe next time. Uh, team Knock on Wood, if you're with me, picked up Kenyon Drake for $40, outpaying Owen by 15 So Owen is trying to get the guy that he dropped not only uh five hours before he was traded mistakes were made yep but david won him there for 40 bucks so got a starting running back at least for now and we'll kind of see how that plays out i'm not really sure how he's going to be on the cardinals cardinals have a really tough stretch of games i think they go niners bye week niners buccaneers something like that it is not not ideal easy road ahead yeah um so it's going to be interesting to see but zeke of nature picked up uh hardman this week and uh, Tavo had a couple I saw of um, waivers he was trying to get at, just missed on a few of them. Yeah, just slightly Nicole. outpaid, but got Miko Hardman last week, actually, for $13, outpaying Diego, who only put in a $1 bid for him, so that was an easy win for him there. Uh, next up, the Euphoric Money Bags picked up Jimmy Graham uh, for $0, Jameis Winston for $0, TJ Hawkinson for $0, and the Jets D for 7 So... Let's I, get into real quick, Owen. Yeah, I feel like this TJ needs to be Hawkinson addressed. and Jimmy Graham. Swoosh, what is going on, man? Like, I understand it's nice to have a tight end, but it's like every other day I'm seeing Jimmy <laughs> Graham come off and back on your roster with, along with TJ Hawkinson doing this dance on the waiver. And I'm it's just so like, funny. He's, just, he's really rostering <laughs> two tight ends, but using the waiver as that extra spot for him. It's cl- it's smart. Because no one, no one else has put in a bid yeah. for any of them the entire time, I don't think. The only downfall is that I'm seeing him spin fab usually most of the time to drop and pick up well, this people. week this week he was able to put zero. I think he finally noticed that I could get these guys for free. Exactly, yeah. We'll, um, we'll see for me next week and then he picked up the jets this week uh and that's a pretty good play they have a good stretch of games going forward that should be favorable for their defense even even with uh them trading a lot of the important pieces on the team but we'll see how it plays out interesting uh lastly on the waivers this week we got cooking with dalvin picked up deontay johnson for zero dollars and that was his only move yeah obviously didn't really work out except for that uh one (laughs) pretty crazy play in miami where they all out blitzed, and Deontay Johnson was the uh, winner of that play and got himself a touchdown. But uh, it'll be interesting to see going forward. And that's it for the waivers this week. On the on the trade front here, we had three trades go down. We are a very active trading league. Oh, yeah. More than any league I've ever been in in my life. There really? have been so many trades this year. I think it's really fun. Uh, everyone's actively trying to 
improve their roster on a weekly basis, and that's good to see. Yeah. So the first trade this week, uh, we had this was before before week eight, and cooking with Dalvin traded with the Talladega Tripugs. Josh received Chase Edmonds, and Jared received Latavius Murray. And I like, I mean, it worked out excellent for uh, for uh, for Jared, yeah, because Chase Edmonds, I mean, he had the week uh, the week before for week eight. Or I'm sorry, week seven. He had a, coming off a great week, but it just didn't really turn out for him. Uh, yeah, he went down with an injury, and Latavius Murray had a massive week this week. He balled huge. out again. So yeah. Jared definitely won out on that trade. And uh, yeah, next uh, next one up, we got the Area 5150s and Shrimp Fried Geis. Owen, you received Miles Sanders. Yep. And Steve, you received Mohamed Sanu, who you later cut, Mark Ingram, and $25. <laughs> Yeah, and I, well, tell me your thoughts seeing this come across the message board today. I didn't really know what to think because <laughs> it was pretty early on, right? Like seven in the eight in the morning. Right. I was just getting to work, and I was like, "A trade already?" Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm kind of shocked that Steve wanted to trade away Miles Sanders after his good, after his solid week. But I can see it at the same time because he's kind of coming from a high, uh, what's it called, selling high standpoint. Yeah where he's only had the one good week, and he really got most of those points on the back of a 60-yard touchdown. So I think he just tried to get a better running back. Also, you gave him a little bit of fab, and that's probably where he was coming from on that. I'm just so surprised, and you know we had to talk about this. Mohamed Sanu gets cut right off the bat within minutes. Yeah, keeping I, Antonio Brown on the roster. Not only Antonio Brown, but he also kept carry on johnson who's also injured for the rest of the season that perhaps was... some questionable roster management from steve here but uh i'm not gonna I say don't... it but uh very jay gruden-esque very <laughs> <laughs> roasted Jeez. yeah so that's it for that trade uh oh and you also traded the talladega tripugs this week you received yes. julian edelman and josh received chris herndon aj green and 22 dollars fab Again, I got to hear your thoughts. Because to me, this was a very juicy, juicy pickup. See, uh, I don't know. For this one, you didn't really need a tight end. Josh kind of did. Uh, he also got A.J. Green, so he's taking a shot there. And he got he got rid of Julian Edelman. So Julian Edelman had a pretty good week. I think that's a solid wide receiver, too, for you. And I, is, that, is, is that what you needed? Yeah. I mean, honestly, to me, it's A.J. Green is a risk, but he's a high reward with the, the way things kind of are looking forward um, for the championship game. Week 16, Miami. That's, oh, okay. So you're yeah. looking ahead quite a bit there. Yeah. I mean, that's something you definitely want to have on your roster, I'd say. That's a that's someone you could start for sure, matchup-wise. Chris yeah. Herndon, obviously, Josh had a need there, and I'm a, I was huge on Chris Herndon. To me, he is one guy I was willing to roster back in like week four or five still injured but uh, i think it's all worth it in the end talking about julian edelman and the way his schedule is looking ahead i think patriots are going to need to lie on him coming after this bye and and uh, really yeah. lean into that i i can see that and i mean if that helps both of your teams i don't know if it's a masterpiece or whatever you called it i laughed that was because it's so just <laughs> perfectly put together yeah well congratulations hopefully it works out for each of you uh, but that is it for all of the trades this week and all of the news. So on that note, let's get right into the recap. Let's start right out. Hey, what happened? What happened? A lot of good matchups. That's a lot happened. happened. <laughs> a lot <laughs> Yep. Five matchups again. Lots to talk about. Let's get right into it. On the first one here, we got the Talladega Tripugs. Josh coming into it five and two versus Zeke of Nature. Tavo at three and four. 
With Tavu looking to creep into playoff contention and Josh aiming to hold his spot at the top of the standings, each team needed a win in Week 8. However, roster management was the story this week as Tavo left two inactive players in his lineup. God, Tavo. But his whole team might as well have been inactive with all but two players <laughs> scoring in the single digits. This ultimately spelled defeat for Zeke of Nature, even with Josh's team putting it up an uncharacteristically low point total. Both teams are left with questions, but Josh remains atop the leaderboard, moving to 6-2, and two, and Tavo drops to 3-5. and five. Final score in this one, 105.88 to 77.82. I could not scratch my head hard enough on <laughs> figuring out, like, you know, I understand, you know, things happen uh, with your roster and everything, but... Man, it's yeah, just a bummer but, that he's playing Josh, and we really yeah. need Josh to take some losses if yeah. we want to keep everything <laughs> close, you There's know? There's a lot of people out in that matchup and wondering why and what happened, what could have been. Yeah, but with Josh only scoring 105 points, I mean, I don't know if he's feeling great about how his team's looking going into this next week. I haven't really talked to him about it, but I'm sure putting up 105, it's not ideal. I had a similar week last week, and it did not feel good. And I was kind of like, man, like, is my team any good? I don't know. So Josh got a win here, but it's not a pretty one. Yeah, it just, what could have been? Yeah. And with that, we have our next matchup with your fork money bags at four and three versus team knock on wood if you're with me, David at five and two. And there's huge playoff implications in this matchup, making for an awesome game that did not disappoint. With the money bags playing Jameis Winston over Philip Rivers and Teddy Bridgewater after the Breeze start news, Christian got 19 decent points despite four turnovers from Jameis. Saquon did Saquon things and against Detroit posting 26.9 points thanks to eight receptions for 79 yards and a touchdown. On the other side of the ball, Kenny Baby Megatron, Galladay that Christian calls him, scored 28 points with six receptions for 123 yards and two touchdowns. Hopkins finally looked like Hopkins, putting 11 receptions for 109 yards uh, for 18 points. And lastly, Fournette and the Jags D stepped up for 19 points and 23 points respectively. Uh, as for our last week's guest, David, just couldn't get the matchup uh, overall team success that Money Bags had, uh, with four starters unable to surpass eight points, including T.Y. Waller and McLaurin. Despite a 23.6 Michael Thomas domination against Arizona, uh, and uh, 26 points from James uh, James Conner, uh, another fantastic Rogers Magic show from uh, posting 27 points, 300 yards, and three touchdowns. It just wasn't enough for David to uh, overcome and secure the victory that he needed. Great game between two contenders, both now at five and three, with the final score going one six seven or one hundred sixty seven to two to uh, one fifty two. Uh, but again, a really good matchup. Liked it a lot. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> and man, with two guys firmly entrenched in playoffs, right there. Mm-hmm. There, were, you're right. There were a lot of playoff implications, and David was just unable to come up with the victory. Christian's team is streaking now. Yeah. He's got, I think, is that his second straight victory or is it third? I believe second, but I, I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, it could be either. I don't know. But Christian's team has been performing pretty well over the last couple weeks, and he's putting up a lot of points at the same time, putting up 167. David had another great week, though, putting up 152, so two titans of the league for sure. Definitely. I mean, guys, these guys are looking at the playoffs like hard, and it, it, who knows? Like, I don't see these guys falling out, but, man, it was a great matchup to watch. They're Absolutely. Both, both teams having some great players. Next matchup up, we have uh, Area 5150s, Owen at 5-2 versus the Green Bull Packers, Hunter at 2-5. and five. 
upset of the week here with Owen and the 5150s facing off with Hunter and the Green Bull Packers. For my co-host here, the lone bright spot was again the Patriots defense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with another plus 20-point week, they remain one of the best fantasy players we've seen and a solid staple of the franchise. But with bye weeks taking their toll, the 5150s were unable to piece together enough points to overcome a nice week from the Green Bull Packers. Jared Goff threw for 372 yards and two touchdowns, and Jordan Howard put up 20 points behind 111 total yards and a touchdown. Julio added to that total with 152 yards, along with Mike Evans posting up a huge week, 198 and two touchdowns, lifting Hunter to a third victory in four weeks. Final score in this one, 108.37 to 152.99. And all I got to say is congratulations, Hunter. You're really you know putting a good team together accruing some good wins but man that was a shot in the gut he's had a good last month looking at three victories in four weeks i mean you can't really ask for much more out of the uh, month of october there and he's probably feeling pretty decent about his chances of climbing back into playoff contention i tried to keep it humble last week but i didn't really truly believe it's gonna end up like this this one was tough to swallow it just was hard yeah (laughs) he only scored 108 and i mean what do you kind of feel about this? Because, I mean, I said last week that your team perhaps is carried by the Patriots' defense, and maybe we're finally seeing that your team is is performing a little bit worse than you would imagine. How many were you missing Zeke? Is that who was on your bye? I was missing Zeke, Ingram, uh, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah, All uh, of them then? A couple of good <laughs> starters. All your starting running backs? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just tough. I couldn't, I knew it, my matchups weren't there. It just won that. It looked like things were kind of lining up for Hunter, and I congratulate him again. But man, it was tough. Yeah, and I know uh, Brissett didn't work out for you either. And no. it's just one of those weeks. So you're looking to bounce back in week nine. You're going to drop to five and three now. Hunter will be three and five. But if I do say, I do think that my team, in fact, depends on the Patriots defense. <laughs> they 100% but, do. I mean, I mean, it's not a bad problem <laughs> to have, though, because the defense is pretty consistent compared to other yeah. players. I mean, you've seen that because they've been getting you 20s most weeks, right? Yeah. 20s I mean, and up. 20s and above. And they're, I think, uh, like, top 10 players in fantasy right now oh i'm sure yeah the uh next matchup up though we got the california golden yetis myself zach at four and three versus the fireball finger blasters diego at one and six yeah and the yetis look to make a statement in fireball on sunday after coming off a rough week seven loss uh diego hoping for a little Minshew magic kick things off from uncle rico himself putting up a very respectable 25.96 points uh against the jets oh yeah uh, Aaron Jones balled out Sunday, uh, making things really, really interesting in this matchup. 42.9 points for him. It's like massive. Uh, seven receptions for 159 yards, two touchdowns, and 13 carries for 67 yards. Diego's squad tried its best to hold the line with six players scoring 10 to 12 points, including the freshly traded Manuel Sanders, George Kittle, and Philip Lindsay. Yetis unfazed had some outstanding individual performances with Cooper Cup and his dominant, dominant first half against Cincy, posting seven receptions for 220 yards and a score for 36 points. Tevin Coleman ran over Carolina for 105 yards on 11 carries and three touchdowns and a receiving touchdown as well. Zach takes a very necessary win despite a few lame duck performances from Ty Johnson, Corey Davis, and Kyler Murray. Yet he's joined the packed five and three club with Diego left alone in the basement at one and seven. Final score here one sixty seven to one forty seven. Man, I, yeah, wow, <laughs> that was an exciting matchup with me and Diego there. I mean, I put up a lot of points with all of those guys doing so terribly, like you listed Ty Johnson, who is definitely worth all fifty dollars for sure. 
Uh, also, really? Corey Davis, also worth the 20, 100%. I mean, those guys combined for seven points. So, <laughs> incredible effort this week. And then also, Kyler Murray only had eight, so that was really tough. But like you said, with, I, with me having Cooper Cup, Tevin Coleman, and uh, also Christian McCaffrey, I mean, I've got some really good salt, like some pieces that I can build around, but I am lacking in some aspects of my team, and I'm looking to patch those up a little bit and put up more points next week. Yeah, I mean, this was a matchup I thought Diego would have, got, would have had a chance at, but man, it was a close one. It was awesome to watch. I mean, who knows? Think a couple players do a little bit here and there. Could have been anyone's game. Yeah, it was only 20 points, and with Aaron Jones putting up, what, he put up 42 at the on the Sunday Crazy. night game, I was worried. Crazy. And, man, I was just hoping that he wouldn't come back on me because that would suck. Actually, it was a Monday game, huh? Packers? Uh, no, that was the Sunday night. Okay, you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so I uh, I moved to five and three. Diego dropping to one and seven. I'm feeling nice about playoff hopes here. I'm sitting in the middle. Hopefully, I can just stay just under the radar a little bit and then sneak up week thirteen. Yeah, five and three is a nice place to be. Yep. Next matchup up though, we got the shrimp fried guys, Steve at two and five, versus Jared cooking with Dalvin at four and three. And this was a huge week for Jared here, right. our points leader for week nine. 25 points from Stafford, 28 from Dalvin Cook, 14 from Metcalf, 15 from Hooper, and 14 from Kelsey. You'd think that'd be enough, but Latavius Murray exploded for 36. Add on 25 points from the Niners, and you have yourself more than enough to completely cook the shrimp fried guys. Stefan Diggs and David Montgomery were the only ones to shine this week for them, with 17 and 27 points respectively. But David Montgomery's coming out party was not enough to lift Steve to a much-needed victory in Week 8. Final score in this one... 106.38 106.38 to 183.14. And geez, did Steven get freaking molly whopped this yeah, week? Oh that's my. a whooping. Going down by 77, even though he scored over 100 points, is pretty uh, pretty painful, I'm sure. Yeah. And Jared is probably feeling really nice about his week eight performance. Yeah, I mean, top score of the week, of course. We're going to have an interview with him later. Definitely going to want to you know, pick his brain on how he was able to come away with 183. That's a big number. Yeah, and in bye week mode too. Like yeah. everyone's kind of on buys, and I know he's probably started Le'Veon, who did pretty terrible. Yeah. So it's just impressive that he was able to get that many points and uh, bury Steve absolutely, like just crushed him. Yeah, secured a very necessary win, and he also joins five and three club. So that's yep. awesome. Moving to five and three, Steve drops to two and six. So just one game out of last place. It's going to be a close one in the toilet bowl. I'm excited <laughs> oh, about it. Man uh that is it for the uh matchups this week or from last week now on that note though owen let's take a look real quick at the week eight sleeper report and this one was pretty interesting so hunter was the best manager this week set 94 percent of his perfect lineup i'll give him that tava was the worst manager uh 77 points only scored 73 percent of his perfect possible adam Thielen. the biggest blowout walker (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the biggest blowout was uh oh jared destroying steve shocker yeah the, what's the what was the percentage difference between there uh 72 god damn <laughs> yeah the narrow victory uh what, what would you guess this one is mm, man i don't know i'm pretty sure david had a close one yep it was david and christian yeah. christian only beat him by 9.6 percent so pretty close there very exciting to watch wow. high score like we said was jared low score tavo uh, Hunter overachieved his projection by 26%, so congrats there. Josh missed his by 29%. Quarterback of the week, Deshaun Watson. Running back of the week, Aaron Jones. 
Wide receiver of the week, Mike Evans. Tight end of the week, Austin Hooper. Kicker of the week, Zane Gonzalez. And defense of the week, the 49ers. So, wow. Jared's guys were a lot on that list, I know. There yeah. were at least a couple of them. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible stuff there. Mike Evans, hey, it looks like I'm about to win that bet, huh? Yeah, you are going <laughs> to win that bet. Reminder, real quick, um, Owen and Christian made a bet to start the season on AB versus Mike Evans. And with Antonio right. Brown only playing, I think, one game this season, it's looking yeah. like Mike Evans is going to run away with that. And you're going to get the opportunity to steal Christian's pick next year and swap it for your own. So. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Right, would you actually do that? Um, if it was better or the draft pick I'm looking at, hell yeah. It's happening. Very nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what happens there. Oh, yeah. Uh, next up, though, let's update real quickly the podcast Pick'em, where I was perfect this week in my picks. Congratulations, Yep, sir. the first time any of us have done that all season, so wow. pretty cool. Wow. Yep, I I picked Josh, myself, Jared, Christian, and Hunter. All got the wins. You missed two only, so you got three points this week, and I have tied it up now. Total is 24 to 24. Look, I very well could have made this a one-point thing, I was willing to vote against myself this week. But you can't. I, I wouldn't have let you. Yeah. You got to believe. Uh, but next up, oh, let's bring on Jared. So we're going to have Jared come in on an interview this week. He is the top scorer of week nine. So on that note, everybody welcome in. First time guest. Cooking with Dalvin. All right. So we got Jared on the line today uh, coming in as the high scorer for week eight. And Jared, welcome in to ESFL, the podcast. What's up, what's up? What's up, man? How are you tonight? Good, man. A little past my bedtime, but it's all good. A little bit. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for staying up. Thanks for coming on the show for sure, and uh, we look forward to hearing what you yeah, got to say. Putting in you the haven't overtime. been on yet, but I know you're a big fan of the podcast. Looking forward to it every week, uh, and we love big it. Fan. Big fan. Man, coming off a huge, huge week, 183 in a league where nobody was putting up more than like 140. How are you feeling coming off this big win? Hey, man. Uh, Murray, my running back, man. That's yeah. the difference for me, I believe. Yeah. Then, he put up, like, what, 36 something, Latavius Murray did? I mean, yeah. that's. 36. And then Dalvin Cook, man, Thursday night. Cooking with Dalvin. Yeah. Cooking with Dalvin. I had a chance to team in. I let it go. That was my one point. Yeah, he's been, he's been really good and uh, definitely a staple for your team. Um, I mean, you've had him playing great all year, and he's just been one of those guys that has been uh, definitely a, a good part of your team that you've been able to kind of build around. Oh, yeah, man. What round did you draft him in? Second round, man. Second round, so I had the fourth pick in the first, so whatever was the second. Yeah, second what is that, like Oh, 16, yeah. I think the 16th pick, something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. A lot I mean, of people are eyeing him. I know I was. As long as he stays healthy, I think you're going to be in a good spot there. But are you worried hey, about man, that at all? No, I know it. No, I'm not jinxing. I was just asking <laughs> if you're worried about it. You know, fantasy you, gods are watching. Do right you now. own? Do you own uh, Madison or no? No, I don't. I don't. No, no. You see my other backs? My backs are killing. I got, oh, yeah. I got Kamara on the bench right now. I know. It's looking back. good. Yep, he's on a bye, though. But are you worried this week going into week nine uh, without having those guys? Are you worried at all about your matchup? Oh, yeah, man. I got some brother Josh this week. I know we both got a few buys going around. Yeah, he's got, I believe, Todd Gurley on a bye, Brandon Cooks on a bye slash concuss. So he's going to be missing a yeah. couple key players. But I'm missing, I'm missing a few players as well. But it should be clear. I need the projection to think of my way right now. But I don't think he has a flex in right now. No. See what he, I, know, I know he got something up his sleeve. He always do. 
Yeah. He was there. You got any, you got any you got anything to say to him or anybody in the league right now? Like anything from this last week? Man. I'm I'm just happy to be on to be real, man. man. <laughs> this five and three club right now is just getting crazy. Yeah. Five and three and then like Yeah, half the Yeah, that's what we were pointing out earlier is like everyone's separated by about 150-ish, so it's like pretty close, and that's just from the, the top of the 5-3 and three club to the bottom, so there's a lot in between there where everyone's just within like 30, 40 points of yeah. each other, you know? It's crazy. It's a crazy week, too. You just have those guys, man. Yeah, but I, I have a question for you. So if you were looking at the playoffs – who do you think is going to fall out, and who do you think is going to rise in if you if there were to be any teams? Because I know we had some suspicion on yeah, your, you your stance. You guys think I'm going to fall out? No, that was Owen. <laughs> no, don't you turn this on I me. I, I believe that was both of you guys. I don't know. No, Owen said it um, would be Christian. I believe. Uh, <laughs> okay, I definitely threw your name in there as one of them. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, I think it's going to stay the same. To be honest. Okay. That's yeah. That's pretty reasonable. I mean, right now, maybe Tavo pushes through. I don't, know, I don't know what his record is right now, but Tavo's three and five right now. Yeah, so I mean, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, you know, especially the tiebreakers of points, right? Yep, yeah. tiebreakers points, and so without so having it's points against points four. It's points four, points so four, like yeah. it's gonna be rough for those teams at the bottom because they've scored so little. To even if they get in playoff contention, if there's gonna be a close tiebreaker, they probably won't even be able to make that in. Unless they have like some blow up weeks, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have a couple two two twenties. Something like that. They're gonna need some help, but you're definitely not. You're looking pretty good going into week nine, and uh, we look forward to seeing kind of how it plays out towards the end of the season here and making that playoff push. There's gonna be six of us in there, and three of them might be on this phone call right now. So we're gonna see. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, my team just gets better every time. See, I got Patrick Mahomes coming back any day now. I know. Wow. Yep. I'm. That, I mean, that, looking at that, you've got Mahomes, Kamara, Dalvin Cook. That's that's a, a huge trade. A solid stack for sure. I mean, if if, if Bell wants to get going, I'll take him too. You know. Yeah. Oh man. Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking at your matchup against Josh here next week, and this is going to be one of my favorite matchups. To me, as I'm already saying on the podcast, that this is my favorite ma- matchup of the week. What do you think it's going to take to pull one over against Josh this week? Josh, well, first of all, we're going to see if he picks in the flips. You know, that's a big key right there. But uh, it's my receivers, man. I, I got some weaknesses that I'm trying to get right now. I'm going to tell you guys who. Okay. But, uh, you know, if they work out, maybe maybe I'll plug in, plug in, maybe I'll plug in. It depends. You know, but it's the receiver spots. So you guys, like last week, you guys said that our receivers are kind of, kind of booty, but it's all right. You know, I got to ask, what do you think as of now from our trade between Tyler Lockett and Robert Woods? How what are your oh, thoughts? <laughs> well, I, I, I was doing, I thought Robert Woods was going to ball, you know. I think yeah. I traded him right after that big game versus Tampa, I want right. to say, um, or something like that. But uh, you won that trade because I only got rid of Robert <laughs> Woods, you know? 
he's been disappointing, man. <laughs> I have tough, him. Man. I have him in our other league that we're in, and he's he's super disappointing to me lately. I don't know what I'm. But you know, we we remembered to change your team name on the podcast today. All right, cool, cool. So we've cool, been cool. calling you Cooking with Dalvin. It's all good now. Which I like. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good... I was thinking about changing that name for a long time, but I thought Dale's going to get gone. I was just waiting. He's had him on that time. <laughs> <laughs> but now, but uh, back to my matchup, though. But yeah, man, my, my receivers, and I know my receivers, man, that's all I really... He's been awesome for you. Awesome. That, that two flex tight ends, man. Yeah, that's an interesting tactic that I've definitely. never seen done, and you inspired David to do the same. You have, you're definitely uh, a pioneer. Well, like, I, well, I'm tell you guys a little something. <laughs> well, I noticed he, I had him on my, Hooper on my bench, and he was no dropping, no double digits, double digit points, and I was like, man, I got to throw him in. Oh, yeah. I got to throw him in both, you know. And tight this is our first year that we've, uh, this is our first year that we've even allowed tight ends in the flex spot, I believe. In the years past, we've just it? done wide receiver, running back, so we kind of switched that up, and it's cool to see you and David taking advantage of it a little bit. You both have good tight ends, and it's something that we've never seen before in at least our league, so it's cool. It's got yeah, you some wins. Oh, I got me a few wins for sure. It has. I mean, but hey, uh, thanks Jared for coming on the podcast today. We appreciate it. So, you got any yeah, final bro. words? Anything? Got any, yeah, you got any final things to say to the league here? Nah, man. Talk to you guys next week, man. Damn. Oh, all right. I, I like that. it. I like it. All right, Jared. Thanks, man. Right, man. You guys have a good one. Take it easy, man. All right, bye. Jeez. Okay. Thank you, Jared. We appreciate you coming on the podcast today. We uh, we look forward to potentially speaking to you later on in the season as we go over the playoff matchups. You're looking like a pretty solid team, and it's just looking pretty good for you overall. Yeah, good time to be hot right now. Be one of the top dogs in, for the week. Yep. And on that note, though, Owen, are you ready to get into the standings? Let's do it. Come on, I do. Uh, oh, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> and the power rankings this week, we actually had quite a mix-up this week. So I, we only had six people vote. Could have potentially uh, caused that a little bit, but it's exciting nonetheless. So in the 10th spot this week, Tavo. Wow. Ninth spot, Diego. Eighth, Steve. Okay. Seventh, Hunter. Sixth, myself. Nope. Five, Jared. Four, Josh. Third, Owen. Second place, David. And first place, Swoosh Nasty. Wow. All right. Well, you know what? Looking at this one, this was a very, I would say, accurate power rankings. Probably the most accurate we've had since we started doing it. It really could be. I think it's uh, it's pretty good. And we had uh, quite a few teams go up and down. I mean, what are we looking at? Christian is one. David is two. I, I think it was you as one last week. Josh is two. Something like that. Maybe yeah. David is two. So David still up top. Christian moved up quite a few spots. I dropped down more than I would like. So fuck you guys. Um, but Tavo and Diego bringing up the rear there at ten and nine. They were the lowest scoring. Each of the averages I think were above nine. So yeah. it, it's tough for those two teams. But they're not out of playoff contention yet, and there's still a lot to fight for in terms of the toilet bowl. So those are just power rankings. So let's not get them too twisted, though. Tell me where you think you should be. I think that I should be... Realistically. Realistically, yes. three. Oh, wow. 
I would Maybe like not. to know your top three right now. Christian, David, me. I feel disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I said last week the Patriots carry you. Oh my gosh. And you're that's five. A good thing. I would put you five. Wow. Now you're just being mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did put you five, actually. Wow. Um, but now let's get into the real standings here. So uh, from the bottom again, we'll go 10th place, Diego, one and seven. Ninth place, uh, Steve at two and six. Eighth place, Tavo at three and five. Seventh, Hunter at three and five. In sixth place, the five and three club, we got Christian, five and three as well. Jared, myself also at five and three in fourth place. David at five and three in third. You at five and three in second. And Josh sitting at the very top by himself at six and two. Very well could have been another member in the five and three club, but five players, five yeah. players. That's insane. This this league has gotten so tight, and now we it's, it's very crowded up here at the top. It is, and man, looking at the five and three club, there's like we said earlier, half the league is in the uh, same spot there in the standings, only separated by maybe 150 points amongst all of us so nothing too crazy and it's just exciting to see how close everything's gotten and the bottom's a little crowded as well though with two teams still not at their third win they're gonna start falling out of playoff contention here pretty soon i know diego at only one win is four games back right now from playoffs only five weeks to go so he's gonna need some help now and steve's gonna need a little bit as well so good luck to everybody we're moving into week nine week nine week nine well it's i think it's awesome that there's still a cape a possibility out there where diego could be the top dog i mean it's probably not gonna happen josh would have to drop five and diego would have to win out but We'll and see. also score like 200 points a game, but <laughs> but it's got it's, a shot. You're saying there's a chance. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for all the standings this week. We got power rankings. We got regular standings. And now let's bring in the weekly preview. Oh, we're live. All right, so we got quite a few matchups this week. We got five teams facing off with another five because that's how a 10-team league works. <laughs> and maths. on that note, the Talladega Tripugs face off with Cooking with Dalvin, Josh at 6-2 and two versus Jared at 5-3. and three. So, Owen, let's real quickly look at these this guys. This is a hot matchup yep. right here. These are some good matchups. I see Jared. Dive got, into this one. Jared's got Stafford. Le'Veon Bell, Dalvin Cook, all with good matchups. Uh, Stafford's going against the Raiders this week. Le'Veon against the Dolphins. Dalvin Cook against the Chiefs. Uh, Josh has Jared, or not Jared Goff. He has Russell Wilson, Nick Chubb, and Jalen Samuels. So some tough matchups there for him, just medium kind of. Russell Wilson going against the Buccaneers. Nick Chubb against the Broncos. Jalen Samuels against Indianapolis. Looking at it from left to right over here, start with Jared's team. The matchups are nice. I mean, Matt Stafford against Oakland, Lev Bell against Miami, Dalvin Cook against Casey. That is an awesome trio right there. Yeah, and in his wide receiver spot, he's got A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. Josh's receivers, he's got Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson. In the tight ends, we got Travis Kelsey versus that newly acquired Chris Herndon. So he's got a new tight end there for him. He has an empty flex spot right now. I don't know who he'll play here probably dd westbrook if he's healthy if not he's gonna probably have to make a move um 
Jared and his flex, he's got Jarvis Landry and Marquise Brown. So each of them have questionable flexes, I think. Yeah, the flex position is going to be tough. Obviously, buys are a huge impact on the uh, for both teams here with Austin Hooper on a buy. I mean, even Todd Gurley, Devonta Freeman, Brandon, basically all of uh, yeah, J- JJ Green. Yeah. Like both teams have a lot of buys. They all got, of Josh's options are pretty much on a buy right now. And Jared's got both Saints running backs, so it's going to be a very interesting matchup. Probably pretty hard to call because with that uh, with the player that Josh has to sub in the matchups, the previous or the the what's it called projections projections, yeah. projections. Yeah. i know words i can i can english <laughs> the, the uh projections will probably be a little bit closer right now it's at 130 for jared and 113 for josh but owen who are you who are you thinking is going to win this matchup this week it's a close one two teams at the top of the standings top of the power rankings what do you think i actually think including all the matchups seeing how these rosters are working out Give me Jared. Uh, give me Jared with an exclamation mark. Actually, I think Jared's going to be able to pull away with this one. With Josh struggling as of late, uh, past two, uh, three weeks, lost, losing two games. Uh, it's been really tough. Yeah. And, so, I think also I will take Jared. So really? That, yeah. We're going to match up here. We'll see okay. about this one for Josh. I know that he's probably going to be like, "You guys didn't pick me. What the heck?" I'm just saying it's a hard, it's a high hill to climb. Yeah, it'll be a close one though. I'm excited to see what happens in that because, like I said, two teams at the top of the power rankings and the regular standings. We got to see some tides start to shift a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you already know a lot of eyes going to be on that matchup. Next matchup though, we got myself, the California Golden Yetis, at five and three versus shrimp fried guys at two and six so in this one in the quarterback spot i got josh allen uh he's got lamar jackson in the running backs i've got mccaffrey and coleman this week uh versus mark ingram and david montgomery in the wide receivers steve has Devonte adams and odell beckham i'm starting this week robbie anderson and danny amendola in the tight end spot i've got mark andrews versus steve Zacherts. In the flexes, I've got Chris Carson and LaShawn McCoy versus Stefan Diggs and Adrian Peterson. So, Owen, really quickly, looking up and down these rosters, what are you thinking? I'm seeing a lot of tough matchups for Steven, which is going to be an already difficult game to win. You got to, like, playing against from, you know, being in position of 2 and 8, you're going to have to put up points going against someone who has the high ceiling at a 5 and 3 team. Obviously, the talent's there. Um, so th- this one might just be out of sight for for Stephen. Um, yeah, Lamar Jackson got, against New England. That's his big hitter. He's right got there. Lamar Jackson against New England. Mark Ingram against New England. <laughs> David Montgomery against the Eagles. Odell Beckham against the Broncos. Diggs against the Chiefs. I mean, these are all just the red matchups. Yeah, difficult. And all the other ones are orange. So it's not looking ideal in terms of matchups for Steve, but anything can happen. Uh, for me, the wide receivers, though, Owen, I'm sure you've got questions about those. Robbie Anderson and Danny Amendola. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's not, unconventional. It's not a, as many questions I have looking to the other side, Stephen Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham. I mean, Adams, yes, coming off that toe injury, finally, we'll see if he gets to start. We're, we can only hope. And you know, I think he's looking, supposed to. I think he's supposed to play this week. Leaning that, yeah. You know, it's a, well, the case, let's give Devontae Adams off the injury. I think that actually works out well, but Odell in Denver. I mean, Chris Harris on Odell, I don't think... Um, and with the Browns struggling, I mean, it's just one of those matchups that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I see all those red, red matchups on Steve's side, yeah. and I'm looking forward to potentially getting a sixth win here. It's a definitely a needed one, and I mean, if I can capitalize on those matchups, that's great. 
I'm going to pick myself. Man, I, yeah, I'm going to have to pick you too because I just don't know what it's going to take for you, Stephen, to come up in a, anything realistic at least. So it's going to be a tough one. And it's going to be interesting to see what defense he's going to start because he's got Saints defense and not one other one rostered. Yeah, did he, I'm sure s- he put in a bid for one of the defenses that were picked up this week. That's probably yeah. what happened. But now he's going to have to make a different move. So we'll see what happens there. But that one, the projection, what is that right now, Owen? We got 131 to 109 minus yeah, the defense. Yeah, so with minus the defense, he'll probably be around 120. So I've got about a 10-point favorite there. It should be a close one, though. I'm excited to see what happens. Steve, yeah. good luck, but not too much. <laughs> Next matchup up, though, we got the Fireball Finger Blasters at 1-7 and seven versus Team Knock On Wood If You're With Me at 5-3. and three. So in the quarterback spot here, Owen, looking at Diego's team, he's got Gardner Minshew. David has Aaron Rodgers in the running back spot. Aaron Jones versus James Conner. Philip Lindsay versus Marlon Mack. In the wide receivers, Diego's got Amari Cooper and Golden Tate. David will be starting this week. DJ Chark and T.Y. Hilton. In the tight end spot, we got two elite guys here. George Kittle and Darren Waller. And in the flexes, we got for Diego, Emmanuel Sanders and J.D. McKissick versus Devin Singletary and Hunter Henry. Wow. Any uh, first thoughts looking at uh, the matchup over here? I mean, obviously a five and three contender. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think seven. I think David does have the advantage right now. Uh, the projections have it pretty close, one twenty two to one eighteen for uh, in favor of David. And I think this one with Diego, he has a couple good matchups with Gardner Menchu, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, George Kittle. Like those guys are all green. Right. JD McKissick's green. Yeah. And so I do. I do think. I can see a world where Aaron Jones has another pretty big game and could potentially give Diego a little bit of a chance here, but I just don't know if it'll be enough. I think James Conner will end up playing. Um, yeah, uh, I like I like what I like most about David's team though is his flexes. He's got Devin right. Singletary and Hunter Henry, who awesome. I think are solid like what 10 to 15 each this week i'm thinking decent floors so yes definitely some decent floors versus emmanuel sanders on thursday night which i always hate those thursday night games right and jd mckissick um who's potentially he's really a backup running back you know yeah so i'm guessing do you see on here that jd mckissick is listed as a wide receiver and a running back that is a first for me i have never seen that in my life you see that on the computer too yeah, J.D. McKissick is a wide receiver slash running back. I don't know how that works, but Diego has a player that plays both positions. So that's not fair. That's cheating. I'm gonna Diego is a cheater. His <laughs> one in six record tells us, or one in seven record tells us that it has been unsuccessful. But that is that is interesting. But Owen, who are you taking in this matchup? David at five and three. Diego at one and seven. What are you thinking? What if I told you that this matchup is going to depend solely on the back of Aaron Rodgers? I would not be shocked by that. I think Aaron Rodgers has a very high ceiling, which we all know, and the potential to carry David's team to a victory if needed. Is that is that what you're saying, or are you saying that he loses it for him? I'm saying that this is going to be a matchup that surprisingly is going to be a lot closer than people are going to project at first. And I think it really is going to rely on if Aaron Rodgers has himself a good game. I'm talking 30 points or more because I see Diego taking this win. I Almost enough to, for me to vote for him. 
<laughs> almost <laughs> enough. I'm still deciding at this moment, but I mean, looking at the roster, Aaron Jones could easily put up another 40 point. Yeah, game. that's what scares me Minshew. about him. Is he's so capable of doing that. Like, Minshew, I guess, technically is a home field advantage in London because I guess they love Jacksonville over there. They go there every year. Uh, Cooper can absolutely destroy the Giants' defense. He's very prone to doing that. Kittle against Arizona. Like he's he's got a lot of players that can go off this week, and I don't think like it's gonna uh, like David has a lot of too high of ceiling players. So Diego one and seven. We saw that uh, a huge upset happen last week. I think we'll see one this week. Give me Diego. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pick David though because I think it's the safer pick, and I know Diego has the opportunity to really put up a lot of points with Aaron Jones at Gardner Menchu, but I don't think it'll be enough. So I'm gonna pick David. I really do think this is going to be a good game, though. I mean, Diego plays his cards right. That's what it's always come down for him is that one player. And if that one player, if I'm going to predict who it is, it's J.D. McKissick. You might need to find another option there, even though the matchup is very nice. Um, It might be worth it because it might be the difference. Next matchup up, though, Owen, it's yourself at 5-3 versus Christian, also at 5-3. So pretty close here in the projections. I have it, wow, heavily in favor of Christian. Yeah. What up with that? <laughs> what up with that? Um, He's got Dak Prescott this week. Are you starting Jacoby Brissett again? It's a game I time decision. I almost call him Jacoby Brisket. That's how I read his name in my mind. <laughs> Jacoby Beef Brisket. I'm hungry. Uh, me too. <laughs> Dak Prescott, though, going against the Giants. Uh, Jacoby Brissett going against the Steelers in the running back spot. You've got Zeke and Josh Jacobs versus Christian. Has Barkley and Fournette. In the wide receiver spot, Christian's got Tyree Kill this week and Hopkins versus Keenan Allen and Tyler Lockett for yourself. In the tight end spot, uh, you've got Evan Ingram versus TJ Hawkinson slash Jimmy Graham. Yeah, Yeah, it might be either. He could be playing with you. Versus Julian Edelman. I'm sorry, not versus Julian Edelman. But in your flex, you've got Julian Edelman and Jamal Williams versus Derrick Henry and Kenny Galladay. Um, Wow. So Christian's got... Obviously, we all know Christian's got a stack team right now. Yeah, just it is looking on name tough. value. He's looking really, really good. What are you thinking about this matchup, Owen? Because you're projected to lose quite a bit. Well, I'm not sure how much the projections have to influence with me not having a starting kicker as it is right now. Oh, yeah. I saw that you had 10 yet to play, and I thought you had a full team. But, but... That, that only brings me up eight points at a 126 versus 146 projection. So it'd be, it'd be 134 to 145 is what you're kind of saying. Which is yeah. still a very... It's, it's close. It's a close, but still, for projection-wise, it's a pretty favorable um, to, to Christian right now. So Are you worried, though? I mean, you have the Patriots defense. They're playing the Ravens this week right? versus the Jets in Miami. So I, that's going to be a pretty good in favor of Jared, just looking at it on paper. But the Patriots, we all know they're studs, and they're just going to put up as many points as they want, no matter what team they play. Yeah, I'm not too worried about the defensive play. In fact, I think I like my chances against the Jets. Um, but looking everywhere else, like Swoosh has that. All of his Titans are finally out there playing on the field healthy. And it's very scary. But I think with the matchups I have, Zeke coming off a bye against the Giants, that's asking for trouble. Tyler Lockett against Tampa Bay all day. Josh Jacobs, like the matchups are there. And I think enough for me to pull one over despite having some questions at quarterback. Give me myself this week. Um, But I'm dying to hear what you're thinking for this matchup. For this one, Owen, I'm going to be honest with you. I I think it's an uphill battle for you. And Interesting. let me spell out to you why. So Let just, me hear this. I need to hear this right now. Just looking at it, Dak's going to have a good game. 
and you're going to enjoy watching the Cowboys until you remember that he's throwing all these touchdowns against your fantasy team. Okay. He's got Barkley going against your Cowboys, which that'll be, wow. So you guys have the running backs going against each other. Yeah. And you're going against Dak. And keep in mind, Josh Jacobs and Fournette is the trade we made during the draft, who yeah. are also going to be finally going against each other this week. Yep. But what I where I think Christian's going to make his money this week, Owen, is in the flexes. He's got Derrick Henry and Kenny Galladay, who have excellent green matchups there. And Derrick Henry, easy 20 points sometimes, you know, like he'll just do that to you. Yeah. And then also Kenny Galladay going against the Raiders. That's not a tough matchup at all on defense. And I think uh, he's going to capitalize a little bit. Stafford's probably going to have a good game. But I am going to take Christian this week. Interesting. All right. Well, I mean, I, I like it. It's going to be a great one. I cannot wait to watch it. Um, definitely going to have to get together for that one. It's going to be yeah, a tough Yeah, two one. five and three teams. That's exciting stuff. Uh, last matchup we got a preview this week. Zeke of Nature at three and five versus Hunter, the Green Bull Packers, also at three and five. So Tavo lost last week. Hunter won. And they're getting, uh, right now, the projections have it 110 to 102 in favor of Hunter. Uh, at the quarterback spot, we got Deshaun Watson versus Tom Brady. We got Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler for Tavo starting the two Chargers again versus Royce Freeman and Jordan, uh, Howard. Jordan Howard. I was going to call him Jamal Howard. Jordan Howard. In the wide receiver <laughs> spot, we got Jamison Crowder and Cortland Sutton versus Alshon Jeffrey and Adam Thielen. In the tight end, we got Delaney Walker and Greg Olson versus... Marvin Jones and Mike Evans for Hunter and Michael Gallup and Marquez Valdez-Scantling for Tavo. And Owen, what are you thinking about this one? Because it has Tavo projected pretty low. I know uh, he's got a sub in a defense, but I don't know if it'll really bring him that much closer to a victory. I think I'm probably just looking at it. I think I think Hunter's going to take this one, even though he's got some players on a bye. Yeah, at least I know if Hunter has some guys on the bye, he's going to be able to replace those efficiently, play against somebody who needs to be in there instead of allowing them to just go on the wayside and play nobody. So that, to me, is already an upside, as it is. Yep. Um, despite that, Tavo's got some tough matchups in some tough places, and I think Hunter is going to be able to piece together a win this week, for sure, which is going to be much, much needed because this matchup, to me, is... Uh, the, it's the, pivotal for the playoffs right i mean these two guys are looking to claim that last playoff position fighting for that and whoever wins this has a lot of influence on what how that's going to play out yeah the one of them is going to move to four and five and have a real shot at making it into the playoffs so it's going to be definitely an exciting one to watch as the season kind of winds down here it's going to be really cool to see kind of what happens with everybody's teams and kind of where the standings go we're going to have a lot of upsets, a lot of things that you didn't expect happen. Teams will be shifting. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, and I think, of course, for me, I'm going to go with one of my uh, playoff hopefuls uh, that I voted to make it through uh, last week. Give me Hunter, Tavo. I mean, it's just coming off of this last couple of weeks. He's got to put something together big time to make uh, make make this one out. So, yep, and we'll I'm see. also going to take Hunter, so we're unanimous there. The only ones we were separated on are Diego and David and you and Christian this week. So okay. we'll see what happens. Yeah. But that is it for episode 11 of ESFFL, the podcast. Thank you all for coming back for another episode. Uh, good luck in week nine, and we look forward to talking to you all next week. Stay spooky out there. Enjoy it. Have Happy a good Halloween. One. Later.